The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. This is a podcast from Minute Media. I know you've missed us, but we are back. Today we're talking Hawks roster, getting you caught up on some Hawks news. The Hawks Week podcast starts right now. Let's go. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. Rip his heart out. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and ambitious and most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynx is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Edub, taking you on this journey of Atlanta Hawks basketball. Thank you for checking us out wherever uh, you are listening uh, on your home, in your car, at work. We appreciate you for supporting the Hawksbeat Podcast. We are presented by the Minute Media Podcast Network. And uh, yeah, man, shouts out to them as well. And um, we're back, y'all. We know you missed us. But uh, I'm going to tell you this before we get started. I didn't want to just flood you guys with a bunch of fluff and guff podcast. You know, this is the time of year where it's quite honestly, it's the slow part. It's the slow part. You know, free agency has kind of slowed down. Uh, slowed down. They are, you know, they signed a, a, a player that we will talk about in a little bit. But it's kind of a slow time, to be honest with you. And I didn't want to give you all no fluff and guff. And I'm not that type of podcaster. And that's just not how I get down with the get down. Y'all know how I get down. But um, we do have some things we can talk about. And we do have some things down the pipe 
uh, for the next uh, next three shows. And I want to lay that out real quick. We are going to talk about the Hawks roster. We're going to kind of do like a little deep dive. And and I've sectioned it out into three different episodes. So today we're going to talk about the point guards. We're going to talk about the point guards, kind of look in depth about that, talk about projections and things like that. Uh, The second part of the series, we're going to talk about the wings. And the third part, we're going to talk about the bigs. So I broke it down into those three, uh, those three positions, kind of like the three main positions in today's league. And we're going to talk about those. We're going to dissect those a little bit. And uh, those are going to be kind of our next three episodes. Going to mix in some Hawks news, of course. And, uh, you know, kind of keep you guys afloat until October when the preseason starts. So, again, uh, you listen to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your man Edub. Um, let's get rid of some of this housekeeping. If you are new to the show, if you stumbled onto the show somehow, some way, if you were like, yo, I'm gonna, let me let me try to find some Hawk stuff to listen to and you stumbled onto this pod, hey, don't turn us off. <laughs> Give us a chance to earn your business, all right? Give us a chance to earn your business. We appreciate you for uh, taking some time out to listen to what we got to say. And we're going to talk some Atlanta Hawks basketball, man. Uh, A big part of what we do is on the social media front. So check out our social media on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We are at Hawks Beat and give us a follow there. And uh, we would greatly appreciate that on the Facebook. Just search the Hawks Beat and you'll find our page there as well. Um, What else? The podcast. (laughs) Make sure you subscribe to the podcast and uh, give us a five star rating. And that would really help us out in the podcast community. So we love those five stars. And thank you to everyone that has stopped by and taken 30 seconds out of your schedule to give us a a five star rating, man. We really appreciate that as well. So without any ado, man, let's go ahead and get into this. That was my little drum roll. I need a (laughs) I need a drum roll sounder. But let's start with a little bit of Hawks news. You know, it's been a minute since we've recorded. Um, We all know about Sharif Cooper. We all know about the latest signing with Trent Forrest. If you follow the Hawks, you've seen and you know kind of the roster moves that they have made. Real quick, let me just kind of speak. I I don't know if I, I don't think I addressed the Sharif Cooper um, when they let him go from the two-way contract that he had. Um, I didn't think that they were going to make that move, to be quite honest with you. I thought that he had quite enough of a sample size last year in College Park to stick around, at least on a two-way. But I always say this. I have an idea of what they're going to do, but I don't have the inside track. You know, they see Sharif more than any of us do. And I don't think that... I kind of trust the guys to make basketball decisions, if that makes sense. I know a lot of people love Sharif. He, you know, he's, he's he's Georgia. He, you know, he's a, he's a Georgia kid. But I, I kind of trust them on this decision. If they saw something that they didn't like, and they felt that they can move on and just you know go a different direction, I kind of trust their judgment. I kind of trust their judgment. Um, we all saw the summer league, and and I, I take summer gre- summer league with a grain of salt, but. I'm not sure if that had a lot to do with it. I think it had something. I'm not sure exactly how much, but um, definitely had a terrible, terrible um, summer league. But um, maybe they saw something that that we didn't see. 
other than the summer. Well, obviously they did enough for them to let the brother go. But we wish Sharif the best. Uh, we hope that he finds us. I'm sure he'll find another spot to 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 um, to latch on to another team and give him a shot. But um, good kid, man, good kid, and uh, we wish him all the best. The latest signing for the Hawks is Trent Forrest. I uh, signed on Monday, I think, of last week. Uh, takes up the second two-way spot for the Atlanta Hawks. So, um, quite honestly, I don't know too much about Trent Forrest. I did a little digging, and uh, I saw he came from uh, the Utah Jazz and played. Uh, excuse me, played some games over there. But uh, to be honest, I haven't seen much tape on Trent Forrest. I don't know too much to speak to the game, his game, and how you know what type of player he is. You know. Um, they said he averaged 28 minutes and, and nine points, uh, uh, 9.3 points per game. And uh, four-year player out of Florida State. I love four-year players, to be honest with you. You know, they come in with a lot more maturity. He's a 6'4 guard. Uh, I, I think that he is uh, kind of a, a, a combo guard. I'm not sure. I, I think that... Um, I saw some reports saying that he's kind of a, more of a point guard than uh, some more of a point guard than a combo guard. But um, we'll see, man. We'll, we'll learn more about him as the season goes on. I expect him to see a, I expect him to see a lot of time in College Park. And, uh, hey, it's going to be fun to watch him, man. So, uh, shouts out to him. And uh, that leaves one roster spot open, one official roster spot open for the Hawks. And... I think what that does for the Hawks, I think the reason why they're keeping that roster spot open is to give them a little bit of flexibility. Word on the street, well, not word on the street. There's still rumors out there that the Hawks could make a trade. You know, could John Collins be part of that package? I don't know. Those talks haven't, um, they don't seem to be as loud as they used to be. I'll say that. But I will say this. Everybody that I hear, I listen to you know, Brian Renhorse and folks that are kind of plugged in. Um, they're all convinced that the Hawks aren't done making moves. So is the John Collins deal um, imminent or on the, the down the hatch? I don't know. I think it's very possible. I'm just not sure of how likely it is, you know. So we'll just have to wait and see. But if you have that open roster spot, then that means you can trade a guy and take on another player, another contract, another roster uh, another roster spot and uh, it'll make the trade a little bit easier so that's what that is um, as far as um, Hawks schedule the official schedule has not been released but um, a couple days ago they did release the preseason schedule which is very interesting for the Hawks uh, Hawks going to play three preseason games this uh, um, upcoming season uh, they have uh, two games against the Milwaukee Bucks and Dubai. So, uh, unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to make it out to Dubai. I would love to go out to Dubai and cover the Hawks. <laughs> I got a homegirl out there, man. You know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, so they're going to play two games out in Dubai against the Bucks. They're going to play uh, a um, a game against the New Orleans Pelicans. I believe that's in Birmingham. So I might shoot down to Birmingham and try to cover that game. But, um, yeah, man, so it's going to be interesting to see, you know, uh, 
what the schedule looks like. There have been some kind of leaks about what teams are going to play on Christmas Day, you know, speculation, this, that, and the other. But I don't want to get into all that. I'll, I'll, I'll report on it, and, I, and I'll, I'll talk about it once it's officially uh, released. So, as of now, it ain't been released. So, you know, I ain't, ain't going to speculate or talk about that too much. So, um, that is what is going on. Anything else in uh, Hawks news? Let me see. Let me see. Make sure you guys go check out my guys over at Soaring Down South. I know if you're a Hawks fan, I'm sure you're aware of the website. My guys over there do great work. Uh, my guy Matthew, my guy Josh, they do good work. I had Josh on um, last season. We've got to get him on again to talk some Hawks stuff. But they got some good articles up there. Um, always a lot of Hawks stuff on this website. And that's SoaringDownSouth.com. Uh, and one other thing about that website, you can find the Hawksbeat podcast there, man. That's right. Embedded in the website is the Hawksbeat podcast. So we appreciate them for a minute media po- minute media podcast for showing us some love as well. But um, the latest uh, article they have up there by my guy Matthew, uh, it says, "Have the Hawks left themselves too thin at the power forward position?" Great question. And we'll probably dig into that. And I'll, I might see if I can get Matthew on when I talk about the bigs. And that's something that I want to talk about is the depth at these certain positions. So that's something we'll get into um, a little bit later on. But what we're going to do now is we're going to take a quick pause and let our um, let our sponsors get in here and give our, um, our uh, network a chance to throw in a commercial. And uh, we'll be right back. So you listen to the Hogsbeat Podcast. Keep it locked. We'll be right back. All right, folks. We are back. Hogsbeat Podcast. It's your man, Edub, talking a little Hawks roster, doing a little deep dive. Today, we're talking about the point guard position. Uh, what do the Hawks look like? And uh, again, like I mentioned earlier, this is the first of three um, pods that we're going to be doing on roster breakdown. So. The point guard, of course, is probably the strongest position for the Hawks out the gate. We all know what Trey Young is, what he brings to the table, the face of the franchise. We all know, right? But it's not always that simple. You know, you have to look at things like, what do you think the minutes distribution is going to be? What's the backup point guard position going to be like? You know, the defense, enough depth. What concerns do you have? And so those are just kind of the things that I wrote down that I kind of wanted to touch on about this Atlanta Hawks team. So if you look at uh, the Hawks point guard, you got Trey Young, you got DeJounte Murray, who uh, it appears that he will be playing uh, some point guard as well. I don't know if he's going to be the de facto backup point guard or how Nate is going to navigate those minutes. But I do know he's going to spend some time at the point. Maybe giving Trey some uh, time off ball. Maybe giving some Trey some time to rest so he's not gassed in the fourth. Uh, and then you have a solid veteran like Aaron Holiday coming into the picture. Um, my first thoughts is this. When you look at the minutes distribution, uh, you look at Trey and DeJounte over the years. They've all kind of had kind of relatively like the same minutes as far as how they've played. So Trey usually averaged 33, 34 minutes. DeJounte's 32, 34. And Aaron Holiday is kind of just, I imagine he will probably just kind of make up the rest, you know, as far as the uh, the point guard minutes are concerned. 
Um, when you look at the defensive rating for these point guards, uh, it's not the best. <laughs> we know what Trey Young is defensively, you know, and I've always said this about Trey's defense. Um, I don't expect it to be elite, but I feel for this team to take a next step, it has to be better. I just feel it has to be better. Like, and and if you look at it and you say, well, he does all this, it doesn't need to be better. I think that's problematic. I think it's got to be better, guys. Like, I mean, it's really bad. <laughs> it's really bad. Like, if, if it could just be to, like, just okay bad. Like, I mean, like, now it's very bad. Like, if you could just get to bad, maybe that would be a little bit better. But it's bad. Like, defensive rating for both all the point guards. Trey's defensive rating is 114. DeJounte's is 111 and, and Holiday's is 107. So it, it's not good. You're not going to be like, you know, I don't expect Trey to ever be an all-first-team NBA defensive player of the year, but it's got to be better. Like, I just feel like it has to be better for this team to take another step. So um, defensively, that is a concern for me. The minutes distribution, um I'm not really worried about that too much. It's going to be interesting to see how Nate navigates that because to, to say like your starting two guard is always going to, is going to be your backup point guard. It's kind of weird. Like, I mean, I could see how it could work, you know, but is that going to be too much on DeJounte? And what happens if DeJounte goes down? Right. And then, then you got holiday to step up. I could see that, you know, but um, you can't really, <laughs> Injuries are always something that's always a concern, you know. And so you look at these three guys and you ask yourself, do you have enough depth? Do you have enough depth? Um, you have the two-way guys. You have the two-way guys that you brought up and that you just signed. Um, Trent Forrest, he would probably be the guy that you call up and, and fill some time. And so if one of those guys were to go down, hypothetically speaking, let's just say Trey goes down for a little bit. Then you slide DeJounte over, of course, to the point guard position. And it kind of changes everything. Then Holiday's your backup point guard. And then what do you do after that? You know, do you bring do you bring the Forrest kid up to kind of be a little bit of insurance? I'm not I'm not exactly sure. But um I don't think it's the worst thing in the world as far as like their 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 depth. But it is kind of alarming because you got two guys who are starters and one guy is kind of like your de facto backup point guard. I think that is kind of, that's a little bit of concern for me. It's a concern. I don't think it's an issue, right? It's just something like, "Mm," it's kind of like, I don't know. It's not traditional. It's not something that I'm used to. And the thing, it could work, you know, if anybody can make it work. Um, And I, I know Nate has gotten a lot of, uh, He's gotten a lot of grief for his rotations. And and to be honest with you, I've banged him on some of those things. Um, but Nate McMillan knows more about the game of basketball than all of us uh, collectively. <laughs> but I will say this. Nate knows basketball. And I'm not going to ever say that I know more than Nate. But I will say the Achilles heel to a lot of coaches is their pride and their inability to adjust from what they know. Right. I think the best coaches are flexible. The best coaches make changes and, and, and they make adjustments. 
And I think sometimes the older coaches, the guys who've been doing this for a while, it's harder for them to make those adjustments. It's harder for them to be flexible. And I think that is a concern when you look at Nate McMillan's coaching style. Uh, I'm not a a, a rah-rah Nate guy, but I've always tried to be fair with Nate. I've always tried to be fair. I've defended Nate against some of y'all sometimes, and I've taken Nate to the woodshed a couple of times. I always like to say I've been kind of on in the middle of the road for Nate. I don't think he needs to be fired. I think his seat is, is – I think this is a big year for Nate. I think this is a big year for Nate because they don't share a lot of bread. They are, you know, they over the tax. And uh, one thing that sports teams don't have a lot of is patience. <laughs> it's patience. So, um, yeah, man, Nate's on the clock. Nate's on the clock. So um, we'll have to wait and see how he um, how he distributes the minutes for these guys and for the point guard position. But I will say this. Looking at the Hawks point guard position and looking at all the other uh, all the other teams point guard positions. I think the Hawks are in a great position. <laughs> like at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you can have concerns and still think the Hawks are very, very solid at the point guard position. Uh, you pretty much have, there is, a, there is a possibility that you can have an all-star at the point guard position for all 48 minutes if you run it right. Like, if you run it right, you could have it for all 48 minutes. I know typically last year, you had Trey usually play a good majority of that first quarter, Right? So let's say he goes 10 to 12 minutes in that first quarter. You know, he goes to the bench for a little blow. You keep DeAndre uh, DeJounte out there for that little spell. And then you could even bring Trey back in to play with DeJounte. You can give you can swap those two back out. You let Trey come in about halfway through the second quarter. You let him finish the quarter out. You start halftime. You start that duo again. And then, like, I could, I could really legitimately see how you can play both of those guys, stagger their minutes, and have an all-star point guard for 48 minutes. I don't think that's necessarily what they're going to do. I think Aaron Holiday's probably going to get some time. I don't know how much. Maybe five, ten minutes a game. I'm not sure. I'm not exactly sure. But um, when you're looking at positions, point guard position is definitely a plus for the Hawks. Um we talked about do they have enough depth the only thing about the depth that concerns me is just the fact that both of those guys are starters and your, your primary point guard is your starting two guard that's a concern for me to be honest with you like it's a concern both of those guys are kind of they're not the biggest guys and you know they're they've had injury concerns well DeJounte you know he had that injury a few years ago but um yeah like I I, I think that um Overall, I think they'll be fine. Like, I, I think there's a concern for me defensively as far as the point guard position is concerned. But I have de- I have defensive issues. I have defensive concerns about this team as a whole. <laughs> so it's not just the point guard position. I'm not just picking on those guys. I think on the whole, uh, there is defensive concerns to me. I think they did get better defensively, uh, like as a whole, like as a unit. Do I think that they gave up some offense to get some defense? They definitely did because you gave up guys that could get you buckets. Kevin Herter, Gallinari, uh, those guys can get you buckets, you know. Uh, you lose a guy like Delonte, I mean, uh, DeLon Wright. That's a big loss defensively. 
And so there's going to be issues there, I think. Uh, well, not issues, but just concerns, concerns. So I think overall, uh, the Hawks are in a very, very good position defensive. I mean, uh, as far as the point guard position is concerned. You got Trey, uh, most likely DeJounte backing him up, and Aaron Holiday to fill in any spots. And to be honest with y'all, I really like Aaron Holiday probably more than most folks. Uh, Aaron Holiday had a very – the last time he was with Nate McMillan in Indiana, he had a very good year. He was very solid. And actually, to keep it a stat, I liked Aaron Holiday when he was coming out of college. I was like, yo, like he, he seems like just a very mature point guard, very a veteran guy that's not going to make too many mistakes. He's not going to win you no ball games, but he's not going to throw away no ball games. You know, uh, I think that's a very solid pairing uh, with him and Nate McMillan, bringing him back with his old coach. There's a familiarity there. And I think that's a plus. I think that's a plus. So overall, for the point guard position, I would give it, I mean, I wouldn't give it a grade, but I mean, you're solid here. You're solid here. And the concerns that I have are very minimal. I'll just say that. So there it is. (laughs) Um, As far as the roster is concerned, uh, the next two pods, we're going to talk about the wings, the wings, the wings, the wings. And uh, typically... Uh, in the old, uh, I'm not going to say in the old school game of basketball, you had five, you, had, you, you still got your five positions, right? You still got your five positions. But nowadays, basketball is broken down into pretty much, pretty much just three positions. You got your point guard, you got your wings, and you got your bigs. And so, next pod, we're going to be talking about your wings. Your wings, uh, Bogey, uh, DeAndre Hunter, Justin Holiday, A.J. Griffin, um, Tyrese Martin. We're going to be talking about those guys and see. Uh, we're going to be answering the same questions. Do they have enough depth? You know, what is the minutes distribution going to look like? You know, what do they look like defensively? What concerns do we have with the depth? I mean, uh, what concerns overall do we have with this position? We're going to be talking about that on the next pod. I'll probably get that one out in the next two days, maybe two. Maybe about two days. I'll give this one. I'll give this pod about a day or two to breathe, and then uh, probably what is today? Sunday. Look for that pod on Tuesday or Wednesday. However, if you are subscribed, you don't have to look for it. You'll get an email every time we drop a pod, and you'll hey, Hawksbeat don't drop the pod. Let me go give it a listen. Let me go ahead and give it a listen and a five star rating. <laughs> you see what I did there? <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen. This has been the Hawksbeat Podcast. Thank you guys for uh, taking some time. We appreciate you guys for being patient with us. You know, we're going to get them out when we get them out. And uh, like we always say, man, God is good all the time and all the time God is good. So if you don't know, you need to find him. Get to know him. Show him some love because that is all he is showing you. L-O-V-E love. We out. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about.
As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.